Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 219, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, guess what? You do not have to have it all figured out to get started. And joining me on today's show is Marissa Nash. Marissa is a certified professional life coach and Christian group coach. She's also the founder of the online community the Vine Woman. She's passionate about equipping and supporting women to refine their lives and do the impossible. And as a life coach, Marissa helps clients make changes in their lives in areas like finding focus, gaining confidence, time management, finding balance, creative entrepreneurship, career transitions, navigating relationships, and finding purpose. Now, on today's show, Melissa, Marissa is going to share overcoming perfection and finding the freedom to move forward. She's also going to talk about steps to setting our goals and taking action in our lives, as well as how to help us identify our strengths and our gifts and ways to be leaders in our community. So welcome to the show, Marissa. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, look, this is such a great topic. I think so many of us as entrepreneurs, uh, there may be projects that we want to launch or maybe we're right at the beginning of our business and we want to have things perfect in place so that we can be confident that we're making the right choices, the right strategies. But as you say, you know what? Perfection and having everything right. Once we start start the steps, we realize there's no such thing as the right thing anyway. So this is a great topic. Marissa, share with us, how did you get started to become a professional life coach? Sure. Well, gosh, yes. Talk about getting started. Um, I was actually about 20 years old when I met a life coach for the first time. And she was this older woman, pro- woman probably in her 40s. And um, I just really admired her and asked her what she did for a living. And she said she was a life coach. And I thought, okay, when I'm 40 or 50, I'll be a life coach when I've accomplished all of, all of these things. And then I really did some research um, in my mid-20s and, and realized that life coaching isn't necessarily about myself or my experience. It's really about the person and, and holding space for them. And I recognized that that was a gift of mine. So I just went for it. I was out in California living there at the time, and I did my training there, and the rest is kind of history. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. And now, of course, you get to help other women and uh, really launching, whether it's a new career, whether it's a transition in their life and everything in between. Let's talk about overcoming perfection so that we can find the freedom to move forward. What are some of the things that you've learned, some of the insights and how you help clients? What's the biggest aha that you had when it comes to perfection? 
Absolutely. I think um, I've worked with a lot of women and what I see is that they're so afraid to take steps because they have a really amazing vision and it just seems too big to hold, too big to even grasp. Um, so what I help clients do and what is the aha moment for me and I think for them is when they're able to just take small action and then look back and realize how that has built up to massive change in their life. Um, when they're not thinking about the big, big end goal, but they're just thinking about what's right in front of them and putting one foot in front of the other that's where I see change and that's where I see success. Yeah. And so what one of the things I think when, when we realize we chunk it down, because as you say, so often the vision, the dream and the, the um, goal that we have is just really too big and we become overwhelmed not knowing. What are some other things that you found to put into place, maybe some practical steps that support us in taking action, confident action, but also clarity and I think because there needs to be a level, a certain level of confidence, doesn't there? So what's some of the steps and foundations that you've seen are so important as we're wanting to grow our business? Absolutely. So I'll touch on two main points. So one is getting accountability, sharing your goals and your vision and your dreams with other people. You know, even if you're afraid, just telling your spouse or your best friend or your mom or coworker, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to go after. Um, and then the second part is breaking down a big goal into smaller steps. Mm. Um, so making it into bite-sized pieces down to the point of what will you do today or what yeah. will you do tomorrow morning when you wake up? Um, and then I'll add a third is writing it down. There's so much power. Um, there's a lot of studies out there will, that will prove that writing down your goals will make you much more likely to accomplish and succeed in them. So write them down. Yeah. One of the things that you said, I want to back up because I think this is one of the areas that often gets us unstuck. And you said writing down a vision or having a vision and having your goal. One of the things that I noticed if I look back onto to my business is when I didn't have that clear vision, and we know it says in the Bible, write your vision down, you know, people without uh, vision will perish. Uh, we're often not clear on what that vision is. So do you find that too with the women that you work with, whether it be a, a life uh, goal that they want or, or a business and entrepreneurship, that they haven't got such clarity in their vision and that will often stop them from actually taking the steps because unless you know where you're going or what you want to achieve, it's hard to get there. Have you found that as well? Yes, I have. I've experienced that in my own life and I've seen that in a lot of women's lives. And, um, you know, back to the idea of perfection, I think that it's okay to not know. Mm -hmm. um, I will say a lot of women that I speak to do have an idea of where they're headed and want to go, but fear is holding them back. Yes. Um, so I encourage them just to take steps, you know, mm -hmm. work towards what you think the vision is and what the direction is and God will lead you. Yeah. Just continually day in and day out, listen and press into his voice and what his plan is for you and he'll show you. Yeah. It's interesting that you should say that because I think um, one of the things that's becoming very apparent, and not that I think I know, that from all of the interviews that I've done and, and you're adding to that is that so often God is there waiting for us to take that first step. Yet what we're doing is we're waiting for God to send us a sign that yes it's the right step to take and it's no 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 you need to step out in faith and so often when we don't and we think well he, I'm not hearing from him what would you say then so the practical steps we've identified you know write down your vision even if it's not yet clear it'll become more clear as you start to take action one of the things that I've also found in, in my life and in, in business is that sometimes when we do express a goal and we do everything that we can but don't quite achieve it we can take that on as a personal failure and that can impact our self-worth and our identity because a lot of our work and the reason we're in our business is because it's tied to who we are. So what we end up doing is playing small because we think, well, if I don't set my goal too big, I'm not going to be that disappointed, but that's not going all out. 
So what are some things that you've seen and maybe even implemented yourself that have helped you stay true to your goals, to, to voice them, to even dare to dream them? Because let's face it, we have the creator working alongside us and supporting us, but we need to get some mindset shifts going too, yes? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yes. Um, I'll touch on failure because you mentioned that. You know, I think in failure, it, it's going to happen. And that's that's a part of, you know, if you're a perfectionist, you that is a fear. You know, I'm, I'm terrified of failing. I've been there before personally myself. Um, but something that I've really learned to ask myself and that I would encourage others to ask themselves, if you experience failure, because you will experience failure, just ask yourself after. Take a moment and check in. You know, what, what did I do well? Focus mm -hmm. on the good. What did I do well? And what can I do differently next time? Yes. Um, and just ask yourself those two questions. Because um, I think we can get really stuck and really beat down and want to stay down on the ground when we feel like we failed or we haven't achieved our goals. Mm. But really, they're just a, a stepping stone to get us to where God wants us to be. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this because I think so many of us, uh, we expect that we set goals, these are the action steps, and everything's going to be as I had wanted it to be and hoped for and, and prayed for too. But in business, it's just the ups and downs are just part of it. So I think what you said is so important. Those those are not failures that really pin back on us and say, well, look, we're not successful, but rather just part of the journey. And and it is looking at, okay, what worked, what didn't work, what can I do dif differently? I think when we start to have more of those conversations and more of us realize that, you know what, that's just part of the journey. Let's move forward. Let's, you know, step over that and, and try again, that more of us will continue to realize, you know what, let's do another time and another time and another time. What's the biggest lesson? Because I've had many failures as well. What would you say is the biggest insight that you've learned from all of those times where you did try and you didn't quite get the expectation that you'd hoped for and prayed for? Mm -hmm. I think through my own failures, I have learned that I have to accept the good and the bad in myself, mm -hmm. that there will be times when I am not perfect and, and I have to be okay with that. And what that's done for me is created more of an acceptance of myself and who I am and who God created me to be. And it's also just caused me to lean more on him, mm -hmm. um, depend, depend more on him for his strength and not my own and not to muscle my way through things because I know that I can do that if I want to and I've done it in the past but ultimately God's way is the only way and um, I think it's caused me to really press into him and his word and his plan for me over my own. Yeah. Have you also found too that as you start to move forward and, and really look at what was happening, the things that worked well and things that didn't work quite well uh, and how you approach that there's character and strength being built up in you in those moments that you then can leverage moving forward. And, and why I ask that is I think so many of us as women, we don't recognize the strengths, the characters that's being developed in, in us, and even the character and the strengths that are innately part of who we are. Have you found that to be true too? Absolutely. And as I'm hearing you speak, it just reminds me that, you know, failures and accepting your weaknesses and even sharing them at times when it's appropriate, you know, with close friends, mm -hmm. just makes you more human. It makes you more relatable. Um, I think for a long time, especially in my business, I just wanted to be perceived as having it all together. And I so didn't. Um, and the more that I've been able to just voice, you know, these are my struggles. And what about you? I feel like the, the more authentic the community that I'm creating has been and the more um, deep my relationships 
relationships with other women has become. Yeah. You know, I think that that, uh, the whole storytelling and even look, you know, when you're looking at some of the successes that you have and sharing that, I think sharing the ups and downs, but particularly the downs and where you've grown and the strengths and the insights that you've learned, I think really paves the way for other women and men, of course, to be able to see that, you know what, I may not be where I am really heading and where I really want to, to, to achieve and what I want to achieve. However, I know that, that this is just part of my journey and I think sharing more of those stories, as you say, helps other people to realise that, you know what, it it is. And God did not say it was going to be easy at all. And in fact, you know, I think the g- greatest gift that I have gotten from all of my failings, and I've had many, um, has given me, you know, the character to be able to go, you know, I'm just doing it again. I'm just trying again. It's that tenacity and not walking away and thinking, okay, uh, maybe mm-hmm. this is not for me. Because it's all around that confidence for sure. We've already talked about setting goals and, and taking action in our lives. However, I, I think let's just reflect a little bit on this too because once we've got our vision, we've got an understanding of where we, want, where we kind of want to go, even if we're not completely clear, the goal setting, as you said, when you're clear about that and we write them down and get an accountability partner, we're far more likely then to to set out and to achieve them. What are some other things that you've done in your business and in your life that have helped you to continue to move forward and build momentum towards your goals? It's around this momentum. Because I think once we start building momentum, it's easy for that momentum to continue on, even if we're uh, you know, not there to start up again. So it's the starting that can be a little bit difficult, more in that you know startup period. But once we've built that momentum, a lot of things can progress even without us actually being active in that. What have you done that has built momentum that you can really see works well and you continue to do? Sure. So I'm a very visual person. I actually use um, Trello, so an online project management system mm-hmm. to manage what's going on in my business and all of the crazy thoughts that I have in my head of the things that I want to do. So again, it, there's power in writing it down, but um, I'll cast a long-term vision and I'll set that for myself. And it might be a one-year, a two-year, a three-year goal that I'm writing down, and then I'll build backwards from there. So what, what do I need to do in one year if it's a three-year goal? What do I need to do in the next six months for that one-year goal? What do I need to do in the next week to make this happen? Um, so I'm all about vision casting, but then working backwards from there. And the other, the other part that holds you know me accountable and keeps my momentum going goes back to sharing. I will just put things out there on Instagram. I will share it with girlfriends at dinner. I will you know speak it to my husband um, when we're sitting on the couch, and that really helps me mm-hmm. to have that accountability piece. And then I'll have friends over, and a friend will be like, "Oh, I heard you're doing this. How's it going with that?" You know, and it really just helps me to keep my priorities and my goals and what God is calling me to do top of mind. Yeah. And builds this community that's supporting me. Yeah. And I think one, one of the things that's so important that you said just uh, towards the end there, that you need to build a community that is supporting you. What would you say to someone who recognizes that they have been sharing all of these great things to keep their vision and, and their goals top of mind, yet some of their people in their community have not been as supportive? Because I think that's one of the key things that can sometimes undermine uh, your ability to, to continue that momentum is when you get feedback such as, yeah, who, who do you think you are, that kind of thing. So what do you do to make sure that the community that you surround yourself with really are ones that support you? Yes, that's a great question. I would say if you don't have people in your life that are supporting you right now, um, take that to God and pray about it. I really have seen over and over again in my own life, um, praying for specific types of friendships and God 
bringing them into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really would encourage you to pray for that and to seek those people out and um, be be bold and be willing to get vulnerable and meet a girl at a you know fitness class or go walk the streets and find a new friend. Um, I think that there are plenty of people out there who will support you. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of you maybe stepping outside of your comfort zone. And the other piece is mentorship. Um, I think it's extremely important to have people in your life who have gone already where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So seek out a mentor. You can reach out to somebody on LinkedIn, reach out to somebody in your Facebook community, you know, send your mom an email and see if she has any coworkers that you can communicate with. But mentorship is huge and has really um, held me accountable to my goals and helped me to think outside of the box. Yeah. I love the way that you've been reminded of, of how important mentorship is and finding someone who is achieving or has achieved really where you want to be. What are, what are some things, if we were to identify three things, that's one of them, of, of course, find someone who has experienced where you want to head to, to help us really find a mentor that we can work well with. Are there some things that you do that enables you to really hone in and identify and then, of course, go and, and speak to that person to ask them to become your mentor? Do you have kind of a few strategies that, that you constantly uh, do when you're looking for a mentor? Yes, definitely. Um, I will specifically seek out, currently actually have a male and a female mentor. Um, I think that there is power in having a male and a female mentor, no matter what your business is. I think that it just adds dynamic to the relationship and to mm-hmm. where you're going and different insights and different perspectives. Um, I would look for somebody that is a bit older than yourself. Um, I think, you know, people that are older than you will carry wisdom that you just do not have yet. Um, And they will be able to steer you in a direction based on where they've been in their own life. Um, And then I would, I would definitely even reach out to somebody that you've never met before, but that is in a career field or is, you know, seeking after adventure that you want or something in in their lives that is what you want. And then as far as reaching out and how to do that, um, you know, don't be afraid to just draft up an email or, you know, message somebody on Instagram. I mean, I know for a fact, if somebody reached out to me and wanted to be mentored by me, I would 100% give my time to them. And then the last little piece is, um, you know, establish the relationship and set expectations in that relationship. Um, you know, a mentorship for both parts is a partnership. And so it's important to say, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'd like to get from this relationship. This is what I'd like to bring to this relationship. This is how frequently I'd like to meet with you. Mm-hmm. So that the relationship is established and there's expectations. Yeah, so, so important. And so the next piece is around identifying our strengths and gifts and ways to be leaders in their community. What does leadership mean to you? Mm, Yeah, leadership is the ability to influence people towards a goal. Um, I think that anybody can be a leader. I believe that God has placed us in communities and relationships and families where we are meant to impact and to cause influence into people's lives. Um, So you've been given things that you are meant to steward. And leadership is really being able to steward what you've been given well and then to impact and influence people by that stewardship of your gifts. Yeah, I love that and and agree wholeheartedly behind that definition and what that means to I think, as we mentioned earlier, that sometimes we don't see our strengths and our gifts, but particularly uh, leadership uh, strengths. So what would you say would be some great ways for for women and, of course, men who are listening and watching today on identifying some of those strengths, gifts and ways for them to step up more fully in the area that they've been called to so that they really can be great stewards and and leaders in that that, that field? Mm -hmm. 
Sure. One question that I love asking clients is when do you feel completely in your element? You know, what are you doing? What are you wearing? Who are you surrounded by? Um, what words are you speaking? And I think all of those questions are really important to ask yourself um, because we're not always living out or acting out our strengths. And again, some of us have no idea what they are. So if you truly have no idea what they are, um, I would encourage you to call three friends and to ask them, what do you think my top three strengths are? And to write them down and then for you to go back to that that list and sort those out and identify what you think your top three strengths are out of that list that they've given you. Yeah, I love that. You know, and sometimes I think too, what, what can often happen is when we're looking at those gifts and those strengths and being able to share that with the people in our industry, what we can often do too is look at what other people are doing. And it's a topic that we often cover in the shows, but it, it, the reason is we can often get stuck there and that is comparison. And there's nothing worse than diminishing our gifts and our strengths uh, by looking at what other people are doing. And, and we can admire them absolutely, which is great, but we take that too far and it actually deters us from really stepping out fully. So what insights have you learned and that you share with clients too about comparison? Mm, yes, I, I definitely believe that comparison is a trap. I think that it will get you stuck every single time. I do um, really believe in supporting other women and, and other business owners. And I think that if you find yourself falling into that trap of comparison, take a step back and just recognize what is beautiful and talented about that person that you're clearly admiring, right? Um, and then take a step back and ask yourself, what is good and beautiful about me? What is unique about what I'm doing and what's different? And I think it's great if you're inspired by somebody else um, but comparing is different than being inspired so I think it's important to look at what is inspiring you and implement what you think is good but let them be them and you focus on you yeah so so true share a little bit more about the vine woman do you have a de definition of what you uh, what the vine woman stands for you or means for you sure Absolutely. Um, so the vine or the vine women comes from John 15, 5. And what I really believe is just clinging tightly to Jesus and God and, and really um, getting under the will of God so that we can live out his purpose. Um, I really um, find that in my own life, I can step forward and, and want to do things on my own. But when I take a step back and I let God lead and I get under his will and his direction, everything turns out way better than I could have done on my own. So it's really creating a community of women supporting other women, um, women really holding hands and rising up together and encouraging one another as they discover their gifts and then use those gifts to really make a difference in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And in a moment, of course, we're going to share with everyone how people can find out more about the Vine Women and also uh, connect with you. But before we, we finish off the show, I'd really love you to, to um, share a little bit more around balance, finding balance. Because I think as entrepreneurs, there's so many different things that we need to do in our business. And yes, we can have team that can support us. But I think it's a really to have that at front of mind as as well because often for some of us we may be mums obviously wives and, and partners and so forth so what is something that you do to ensure that you contain you know have a healthy level of balance but also giving us time to be able to spend time in the word and in prayer and in silent time with the Lord too so that we can be refilled and refreshed with his word so what are some insights you want to share around balance 
Absolutely. Um, something that I encourage all of my clients to do is to take a look at their to-do list and to minimize the to-do list down to the top three things that they need to accomplish for the day. And I encourage them to do this in the morning because I know, especially as women, sometimes our heads hit the pillow at night and we feel like we have accomplished nothing when in fact we've done about 25 to 30 things on our to-do list. So I think it's really important to focus and to create consistency in your life. This part touches on the focus component. And then consistency is just creating one thing even once a week that you do that's consistent, whether that's reading a book to your child on Tuesday nights or going to your favorite spin class on Wednesday mornings. Create one thing in your life that can be consistent because I think it's important to be able to count on things in your life. And I think that builds character and confidence, yeah. especially in women. Yeah. I think um, as women, that's right, we can just juggle things um, beautifully too, mind you, and uh, um, have so many different things that we don't take for granted that we are doing. And and we often struggle to say no as well because I think boundaries also very much aligns with balance because I don't know about um, you, Marissa, but you know, saying no if I'm asked you know, for church activities and then, of course, when my children were younger, can you be on the committee for this, that and the other thing? I could have had a full-time job just saying yes to a lot of vol <laughs> voluntary things. So what insights can you share around being able to say no but do so uh, with absolute integrity and, and no feeling of guilt that perhaps we should have said yes? Because this mm, is an area I think yeah. we can all struggle with. Oh, absolutely. Um, definitely. I would say remind yourself of what your vision and what your goals are. And even if you're not 100% clear, what are your priorities? Is it your family? Is it God? Is it, you know, relationships? Is it your health? Is it working out? Um, take a look at what your priorities are and then align your yes and your no with what those priorities are. If something comes up and it's in alignment with your goals and where you're headed, then yes, absolutely. But if something comes up and it's not quite there, it's not quite hitting those goals and what you're seeking towards, it's okay to say no. And know that it is okay to say no and yeah. saying no is just saying yes to something else yeah I love that such a great reminder and I think often we can be our own worst enemies and the voice inside our head um, is feeding us a whole lot of misconceptions that when we do say no to people, it's all right. We haven't hurt them in any way. We haven't disappointed them. They've just asked us a question and if it doesn't fit in with what we're doing at the moment and aligning with uh, our yes and, and our goals and vision, then that's uh, quite okay. But then we end up carrying that baggage of guilt, which is just you know, don't do that, ladies. Just you know, let your <laughs> no be no and let your yes be yes. Share a little bit more, Marissa, around uh, the Vine Woman and also if people are looking for a, a life coach, uh, how they can connect with you. Absolutely, yes. So um, with the Vine Women, I created this space again just to empower and encourage women um, in their own communities. The Vine Women is actually a virtual community. Um, I really just want to equip women to be leaders in their own communities. Um, so we're here to just rally around women to support them in the things that they're doing and to remind them of what their gifts are and to really make impact and change in the world. Um, I have a blog that's online, so I blog weekly. Um, people can find me at www.thevinewomen.com. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of those connections on ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE219 on those show notes. Marissa, can I close the show with a word of prayer? 
Absolutely. Fantastic. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Marissa. It was such a jam-packed show full of great insights, Lord, that we can build kingdom businesses that focus uh, on you and that honor you in every way. Father, there, there are many ups and downs, as we said, and how Marissa has reminded us that we need to be um, clear. We need to state what our vision is. And even though it may not be completely clear, taking that step in faith, that's when you will meet us. That's when um, you'll show more clarity around uh, the, the, the vision and, of course, the steps to get there. Father, we just want to uphold Marissa, the Vine Women, in prayer. Will you continue to bless the work that she's doing and um, the women that she's working with and her clients too, that they too can be uh, God fearing, uh, faith-based leaders in their community and their ministries too, consistently leaning into you, knowing the word, knowing what you want so that they can continue to impact and influence those that they come into contact with. Father, we just want to ask all of this um, in your son's precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. That was such a jam-packed show. It was like just insight after insight after insight. Thank you for sharing because I think as women, no matter what age we are at, no matter what project, no matter how long we've been in business, you know, we're always stretching and growing and evolving and it's such a great reminder that when we have these key principles in place, it doesn't matter if there's a challenge or an obstacle or a barrier, these things will hold true and we know that God's word is, is true too. And that's what we really need to lean on and build our foundation mm -hmm. on. So thank you for reminding of, of us, reminding us of that very important message. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's such a pleasure. It's so nice meeting you and thank you for everything that you do in building this community as well. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>